This is episode 67 of the Angry Tech News Podcast for Tuesday, July 4th, 2023. This is the Angry Tech News Podcast at angrytechnews.com. Now your host, the Angry Programmer with a mic, Brian Bemrose. This is Angry Tech News. Happy Independence Day to the Americans in the audience, at least those of you who still remember or care what the word freedom means. Uh, This is the day where we celebrate that day 247 years ago today when some folks got together and decided that local rule was better than putting up with the edicts and high taxes of an unelected tyrant thousands of miles away who was completely out of touch with the reality going on in America. Completely unrelated to that fact, according to Bing Maps, did you know that the distance between the West Coast where I am and Washington, D.C. is not all that much different from the distance between the original 13 American colonies and London? Just interesting fun fact. But we're not here to talk about the political issues in the world today. We are here to talk about some of the technological ones. So I'll just say to all of my friends in America, happy Independence Day. And to all my friends outside of America, if any of them exist... Happy Tuesday. From the never bothering to ask if we should department, let's start with AI news. This is at least we'll we'll just cover the most important AI story of the week. An e-bike company called Utopia has sent out a press release talking about how they now have chat GPT integration into their bike. The new bike, which also boasts GPS navigation and an electric motor so that you can sit on a bicycle, have all the discomfort of sitting on a bicycle seat without actually getting any exercise. There was a promotional video attached to the press release, which the reporter from Gizmodo was kind enough to describe so that I wouldn't have to watch the video. Ertopia shows somebody asking what appears to be a the cord bike asking, who are you? The bike responds in a grinding artificial voice saying, I am an AI language model. It then goes on to describe the health benefits of riding an electric bicycle that you get no exercise from. It's not clear from the short video whether or not the AI shuts up at any point during the trip before you reach your destination. From the slow motion train wreck department, a quick follow up to the ever breaking Reddit collapse. Citing the moderation changes on Reddit, Mojang has become one of the first major companies to officially pull back its Reddit response, announcing that it would cease official communication in its r slash Minecraft subreddit. If you recall, Reddit's all-volunteer moderators have taken a big step back in moderating in light of Reddit's self-inflicted destruction of all of its good apps and moderation tools, resulting in a politically incorrect or in the site turning into a politically incorrect hotbed, the likes of which you only get in places where humans are free to speak their mind without the chilling effect of censorship hovering overhead. Mojang, a division of Microsoft, is understandably concerned that this level of authentic human interaction is incompatible with the safe and politically correct image that the company wants to project for its products. So from now on, product support, bugs, and change logs will only be on sites that Mojang controls, meaning Mojang.com, Microsoft.com, you get it. R slash Minecraft has now transitioned from an official forum for the game to an unofficial one. Expect more companies to follow this lead 
as Reddit continues to double and triple down on pissing off the very volunteers, both users and moderators, that are responsible for 100% of the content that Reddit is now claiming as its own. From the back end of the front of the web department, as the unnerving drying up of free Silicon Valley investment money continues, another service is feeling the economic pinch. Image hosting site GFY Cat, uh, Giffy Cat is how I've always pronounced it. According to Wikipedia's pronunciation guide, it's pronounced Jiffy Cat, but they probably don't even know how to pronounce the word GIF. Founded in 2015 in Edmonton, uh, Giffy Cat rose to prominence by filling in feature gaps in forums like Reddit, which allowed users to post links to content images and animated GIFs, but didn't want the expense of actually hosting them. Reddit, by the way, has since started hosting animated images, videos, or animated images, which, by the way, are called videos, uh, and, but they suffer from usability handicaps like restricting save as and forcing every link to their hosted images to redirect to the comments page, intentionally breaking attempts at embedding the image, as well as shoveling hundreds of kilobytes of comments at the person who just wants to see a picture. So clearly there's still a need for third party hosting. But not Giphy Cat anymore, I guess. Uh, Giphy Cat was, uh, after founded in 2015, they were bought by Snap in 2020. Um, but Snap pretty much immediately banned all adult content, thus making the site useless. Um, Giphy Cat did spin off uh, a new site called Red Gifts for that, but Red Gifts was later sold off to what in. Neither GHacks nor Wikipedia will tell me who it is, but it was sold off to, quote, a new company, um, a private interest, I suppose. That interest, uh, I, I checked the, just because I could, I checked the Red Gifts uh, page, and uh, they do seem active and responsive. They've even gone so far as to post a commitment to NSFW content, so at least there's something out there that still believes in freedom, I guess, on this Freedom Day. Uh, June of 2023, uh, only a week ago, Giphy Cat still not making any money. The service is being shut down. As of September 1st, all content will be deleted. So if you have an account or content there, or if you just have some videos that you really want to see, make sure you go and copy them out before that date. Um, I also learned about a competitor to Giphy Cat called Jiffy, Giphy, G-I-P-H-Y, which all of these such confusing names, but anyway, um, <laughs> who tried to be independent and failed a while ago, then tried to sell to Facebook, but regulators blocked, blocked that now owned by Shutterstock. So expect the next story to be about them. Anyway, the big story here, the, the only story, okay, no, there are no big stories today. It's a holiday deal with it, uh, is that you can't use Giphy cat anymore for posting your meme, your animated memes. So sad. Use the competitors for as long as the competitors are around or maybe go crazy and host your own. How awesome would it be to go back to the web of 20 to 30 years ago when every teenage blogger could put up a website and content was hosted by millions of individual users. You couldn't censor any of it because you'd have to send out millions of cease and desist. And, you know, now today there's maybe 150 total sites on the web. They're all sanitized. They're all corporate hosted. People have given up their autonomy on the web. We used to, we used to be able to set up our own WordPress site by downloading the software, which by the way is how I did AngryTechNews.com. I set up the WordPress software on my own, uh, hosting provider. 
But now that's not what people do. They log into WordPress.com and create an account so that somebody else can host the site for them. Well, the problem with that is that somebody else also has the keys to shut it off. If you ever become not politically correct or not sanitized or just really, really what they're looking for is if you ever become not advertiser friendly, uh, if there is any point where an advertiser wouldn't want to advertise on your site, they're going to can it and they have that off switch or worse than wordpress.com. People are just going to places like discord, that black hole of content that has no API, no discoverability, no access outside its walls requires login to view content has the worst search functionality in the history of computing behind Reddit and Mastodon, of course, and yet somehow inexplicably is the go-to place to discuss open source projects. But I digress. So GFY cat is going away. So sad. Play a tiny violin. To be honest, I don't see what the big deal is. They don't even allow porn. But what else is, I mean, what else is there to host? Cat videos? From the Insecure by Design Department. Another week, another massive breach and data leak. This time, the breach was the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. And the data leaked was anyone who filed for a trademark between February of 2020 and March of 2023. The vast majority of trademarks filed these days are done on behalf of corporations, but U.S. law still requires a person to put their name to a trademark application and include their private home address. This measure was instituted to crack down on fraudulent trademark filings, especially by bots back in the day. But I definitely remember, you know, when when I was uh, a corporate cog, there were a number of people who had uh, little cubes that the company would give out that you set on your shelf. Every time that you were granted a patent, you'd just get a little commemorative cube. Now, the company got all of the benefits of the patent. The company got everything you know good about the patent, like the ability to control your invention, the ability to make money off of it. But on the plus side, you as the engineer whose name and private address went on the patent application. You got a little plastic cube with your name. It was, it was so special and they tried to make us excited about it. I never got one of those. So, um, <laughs> using the tool, um, or the, the issue was in one of the APIs that the trademark status and document retrieval online system that, uh, the USPTO put out. Um, the tool was used for checking the status of the application. Using the tool, you could view all of the details that you've submitted about your own trademark applications. Another use for the tool was that it would let you see details of anyone else's trademark application, including things like their private home address. I'm starting to suspect nobody did a proper threat model on this. Even better, the leaked personal addresses were included in some bulk data sets that the agency publishes online, which means a would-be attacker or anything else ingesting bulk data sets like AI doesn't even need to query the API to harvest addresses because the USPTO helpfully leaked their own data into a convenient large download. So if you happen to have recently filed for a trademark, know that now there are thousands or countless unnamed hackers and ChatGPT that now have your home address and can do. Okay. To be honest, I don't know what they would do with that information, but it can't be that good. Am I right? And if that makes you feel uncomfortable, well, there's not much you can do about it. The info is out there. So what are you going to do? Move? Well, statistically, the majority of the patent applications received come from California, where Silicon Valley is located. 
So if you are in the statistical majority and you live in California, maybe you should move. At least this is yet another reason to leave California before it's too late. I'm going to call the show there, at least partly because after the long holiday weekend, absolutely nobody was writing up tech news stories, and it was actually really difficult to find stories or things interesting going on. As you can tell from the fact that I reported on AI willingly, and I even reported on Reddit for like the fifth or sixth week in a row. But uh, we, you know what? We still got a show. We still got to do a show. It may be the 4th of July everywhere, and it may even be a holiday where some of you live. But it's still a Tuesday, and we do our shows on Tuesday. Angry thanks go out to Brian Janak and Christopher Reamer for their fiat support of Angry Tech News, as well as Mr. Mister, who confirmed that's how his name is pronounced, for boosting Satoshi's using a new podcast app at podcastapps.com. Angry Tech News is produced on the value for value model. We don't take sponsors, we don't play ads, and we do not charge you to listen, but we are funded by your donations. If you receive some value from listening to this show, please send some value back. Go to angrytechnews.com and click on the donate button. Send what you think this episode, this 4th of July episode was worth to you, whether that's $5, $10, $15, or even, dare I say it, $17.76. That's it for now. I'm Ryan Bemrose, the angry programmer with a mic. I'll be back next week with more Angry Tech News. This has been Angry Tech News with the angry programmer, Ryan Bemrose at angrytechnews.com Stay angry Stay angry Stay angry